Hello and welcome to A Darker Shade of Pink podcast. I'm Mary O'Brien, a social worker, individual and group psychotherapist and co-director of the Advanced Breast Cancer Group. And I'm Pia Hirsch. I'm an occupational therapist, I'm a group and individual psychotherapist and I run the service with Mary as a therapist and a co-director. For over 20 years, we've been running a professionally-led support group for women living with metastatic breast cancer throughout Queensland. There are many peer-led support groups for women with breast cancer in Australia, often associated with the colour pink and linked to fundraising and public awareness campaigns. But there are relatively few support groups specifically for women living with metastatic or advanced breast cancer in Australia. We are one of only a small number of professionally-led groups supporting these women. Now we want to pass on the knowledge we've gathered over the past 20 years. We've learned so much from these women about how to cope with the diagnosis and the realities of living with metastatic breast cancer. A Darker Shade of Pink is the story of the evolution of the Advanced Breast Cancer Group. This is episode six, Bearing the Unbearable. While women develop friendships and find companionship with one another, the group is not simply a social meeting. In our experience, women with metastatic breast cancer are hungry for a space to talk about what this means to them and to their families. They want to talk about the griefs and losses they experience as part of this disease, their fears and anxieties about death, and their concerns for the people that they'll be leaving behind. They want to talk about their deep sorrow that they will not see their children anymore that they will leave their partner, or that their own parents will lose their daughter. It's normal when hearing such things to want to say something helpful, to want to be helpful. And it's difficult not to turn away or change the subject to something more hopeful. However, to do that would imply that these things are too difficult to bear, that they are too painful to be talked about, that they can't be thought about and listened to. In our experience, it is often what we don't say that is the most helpful intervention. We are simply able to listen without saying something that will shut down a painful discussion or experience. To do that involves knowing ourselves, understanding these things in ourselves, and learning to bear them in ourselves. Sometimes the women in the group don't want to talk about any of those things. They want to talk about the person they were before they had this disease, and that's fine too. Part of our role is to act, as it were, as a barometer for the group weather. We can often have a sense of the mood of the group by listening to our own feeling. This can be a helpful indicator as to how someone may be feeling. We may or may not say anything about this, but it can help us to be aware of something that is not being put into words in the group. We understand the difficulty of bearing uncertainty and the wish to reach for knowing, for a solution, for a clear path. But we also understand that attempts to offer reassurance or certainty when there is none are not helpful and that they may reflect our difficulty around bearing the unbearable. We encourage contact among the women between group meetings as a way of helping them increase the social support they have around them. However, it can be problematic if issues that affect everyone are dealt with elsewhere and are not brought back to the group or to us as the group therapists. 
If this happens, we ask women to let us know in the next session if any specific issues or concerns potentially re relevant to everyone in the group are raised. This ensures that the group does not become split and that everyone has a chance to talk together about something that affects us all. For example, in recent years, some women have used Facebook to keep in touch with one another. On one occasion, information about the death of a woman was passed on to other women in the group via Facebook rather than being communicated to us. One member of the group contacted us to say how upset she was about this to hear the news of the women's death through Facebook rather than through us as the group therapists. It can be very painful for women to find out about the death of someone they've been close to when they're feeling alone and don't have anyone to speak to about it. It can be an intrusion in their lives. It leaves them unsure about who knows and who doesn't. We feel strongly that it's our role to give news like this to the women. We think it's important that they get the same news and in the same manner if possible. We are wary about anything to do with miracle cures, particularly those that involve novel and often costly procedures. No one in the group has ever embraced alternative cancer treatments over evidence-based medical cancer treatments. However, some women consider and use complementary treatments in the form of food or supplements. We encourage women to speak with their oncologist before embarking on anything not prescribed by their treating doctor. This is to ensure that it will not interact badly with any treatment they're already having, and also to have the time to discuss the benefits or otherwise of treatments that may well be offering false hope to women who are in a vulnerable state of mind. A most important part of our role is to maintain our well-being and take care of ourselves so that we are able to continue to run the group and be available to the women. Regular holidays, frequent cups of tea, meetings with our team members, all these are part of this important task. However, we don't believe that these are sufficient. The most important is regular and ongoing supervision with an experienced senior clinician. The kind of supervision we seek and that is helpful to us is not about accountability. It is a time to reflect, to think about what is being brought to the group, to understand the impact of what that might be, and to talk about our own feelings and uncertainties with someone who considers us and the group as a whole. This kind of supervision provides a parallel process to the group. It's also a space where any of the professional difficulties in holding and running the group can be thought about. That was episode six. In the next episode, we will be talking about what happens in the group. A Darker Shade of Pink is based on the book of the same name, written by Mary O'Brien and Pia Hirsch. Podcast produced and engineered by Guy Mansfield at Block Media Brisbane. For access to the book and a host of information and content, including our documentaries and numerous videos, please go to the Advanced Breast Cancer Group website. That's www.abcg.org.au. If you found this podcast helpful, please like and share. Thanks for listening.